0: Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. What's up, girlfriend? Happy Tuesday. I am so excited that you're here because today... We are celebrating. If you've been a long-term listener of the podcast, or if you follow me on Instagram, you know <laughs> that one of my biggest goals and dreams in the entire world is to start a publishing house. And I am just so freaking proud and excited and humbled to be able to tell you today, right here, now that we did it. My friend and business partner, um, Christina and I have successfully launched. Power within her publishing. And oh my god, as I say those words, as I share those those words with you, it's just so unreal. My body is bubbling with all of this like energy where I'm like, oh, I don't know where what I'm gonna do with it, where it's supposed to go, and I have goosebumps, and I just got all hot and sweaty saying that, and it's just it is so surreal and it's so unreal. And I am just in the mood to freaking celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought today's episode would be a great time to just take a second here with you to reflect on the path that led me to this very moment where I'm telling you like we're besties that my biggest dream is now a reality and just real quick. You know that I don't say that (laughs) from a, look at me, I'm so cool, I'm so successful place, right? Like, absolutely not. (laughs) I do not mean it in that way at all. I just think it's so cool to think about the path that got us to the other side of the big goal, no matter what that big goal is, right? Because it is just such a testimony of what is possible when you start. So let's dive in. What is the path that got me here? So for me, I feel like the starting line of this journey toward power within her publishing really starts in 2019. So that was seriously the happiest year of my life. It was the year that I got married. It was the year that I defended my doctoral dissertation. Um, I got to walk in graduation, did the whole like hooding ceremony thing. It was the best And then Roger and I took this giant road trip honeymoon and we came back from it. We had such a good time. It ignited our passion and um, hobby of hiking, which was awesome. And then we came back from that and we packed up our house and we moved three hours south in Iowa to a new house, to a new job, just like a whole new phase of our lives. Because we were finally married and, you know, I wasn't in school anymore. So I spent most of 2018 being a frantic, <laughs> crazy person. I was trying to finish the dissertation. I was trying to plan a wedding at a distance um, and just, you know, teaching double the course load I was used to teaching. So like we had just come off of a crazy busy season and we were like, okay, we're married. Like, you know, we've got new jobs. I don't have to worry about balancing school and teaching. I can just be a full-fledged professor. And I was really looking forward to that. But what I soon really quickly started to realize was that I started to feel lost and I could not, for the life of me, pinpoint why I felt lost. Eventually, I started to realize I was kind of in a weird mourning period because I had been a student since, you know the time you go to preschool, all the way through um, getting my PhD. So from like age three or four when you go to preschool, all the way up to 28 years old, I had been a student. It was a huge part of my identity, and I didn't even realize it. And so I really started to feel lost and weird, and just all these emotions started to stir inside of me. And I started to realize that I wasn't happy, right? I was like, oh my gosh, I miss being a student. I miss having some other project on the side that's just for me. Because in the past, whenever I had been a you know, graduate student professor, I always had my own coursework or I had my own comprehensive exams or my own writing that I was working on. And I was like, I just feel so lost and out of place because I don't have any project to work on. So, you know, I started to publish a couple articles and I was just like, oh, like I still don't feel like this is enough. Like I want more. I miss learning so I started to experiment with different stuff that I thought would fulfill me so I did some research and I found out that I could take a couple of um, classes at a local community college because I was like well what could I learn (laughs) what could I be a student in that doesn't require me to spend like another fifty thousand dollars on education right so I took a couple of classes at a local community college and it was in their paralegal program And from an intellectual standpoint, I found it really, really fascinating. But I was like, this just isn't it. You know, like this is interesting, but it's not fulfilling. It's not scratching that itch I thought I wanted and needed to be a student again, to be a student and a professor at the same time. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like this was supposed to be the thing, but it just wasn't. And after that, I really started to spiral. (laughs) I was in a very negative mindset, very like, woe is me, I'm a victim type thing. And I'm like, gosh, like all these years I've worked toward the PhD, I've wanted to just be a full-time professor and it's just not enough. Like, what is wrong with me? And I asked myself all kinds of questions that just didn't serve me. And I will never forget this, ever. <laughs> there was one morning I woke up because I was really having difficulty sleeping. Um, when things are going off, or when things are going off, when things are going awry or they're off in my life, I often have difficulty falling asleep and staying asleep. And it was one of those situations. So I remember getting up um, way before Roger did. And it was like three in the morning and I was like, oh my gosh, like I just, uh, right. <laughs> so I, I got up and I was in the bathroom, like brushing my teeth and stuff. And I remember smelling this really like florally scent, like really overpowering. I was like, what is that? So I opened one of the drawers in our bathroom and I had this Tresemme heat guard spray And it had spilled all over everything. Like, the entire drawer was just drenched with this heat guard spray. And it had ruined, like, a whole box of tampons. And I just, like, flew off the handle. (laughs) Like, yes, that's annoying. Yes, that's irritating. But it didn't really, you know, warrant me flying off the handle. And I just went to this ridiculous like woe is me place where i'm like nothing goes right i don't know what's going on like poor me poor me like massive pity party right and i think i even wrote like a whole like blog article about it and i put it up on my blog like a blog that i didn't tell anybody about <laughs> um and shortly after that um one of my family members, I got a call from my mom and one of our family members had gotten into a car accident. And by the grace of God or whatever it is that you believe in, um, this, this family member escaped unscathed, like they were okay. Um, and that woke me up. It was a huge, huge wake up call. And I was like, oh my gosh, life is short. Life is precious like I need to do something. So I started to seek out resources to heal my mindset because previously, like I, I had never been this negative before ever. And I think it was just the combination of having such a stark life transition from being a student for so long to being just a professor and, you know, um, things in the job I was in were okay. Um, and I just, you know, was feeling lost, right? So my mindset was just so negative And I was like, okay, I, this is not me. This is not me. Previously, like, you know, I used to be that person who would always be positive where I was like, oh, here's a silver lining. Here's how we can reframe this. And I had lost that version of myself. And I'm like, I don't know who I am and I don't know what's going on. So I sought resources to really work on my mindset. And I decided that I was going to check out a podcast that a woman I had met on Instagram had suggested. She was like, oh my gosh, this podcast called The Mindset Mentor is like the best thing ever. And I was like, okay, that's where we're going to start. Baby steps, right? So I listened to a couple of episodes and they blew my mind. I think there was one I listened to on the power of um, like reframing your negative thoughts. Um, Or no, 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 no. It was um how you're addicted to negative thinking. And I was like, wow, that's me. <laughs> so I don't know how that happened, but that that's me. And so I just felt so seen and so hard. And I was like, okay. I like this is going to change things around. So I really started to actively work on myself and I loved the Mindset Mentor podcast. I thought it was fantastic, but I was like, you know, I really want a podcast by women for women. And so I started to Google and that is how I found um, Keisha Get Mary's podcast, Empower Her, and I started binging episodes like one after the other after the other. I'd go for my daily walk and I would listen to it, and I would take notes on my my phone, and I would do the the exercises or the questions that she would um, recommend and asked and suggested. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is this is helping, <laughs> right? So I started to shift my mindset from negative and victim to more open and more positive and I just really really made it a priority to work on myself and my mindset and my mental health. And by doing that I really started to see a change in me. So for example I used to um, you know wake up in the morning and I would check my email right away and (laughs) get straight to work right away and I wouldn't you know, take care of myself. I wouldn't do anything for myself. Just like straight away in the morning, email, get to work. And of course I felt burnt out (laughs) because of that. Right. So I started to change that by diving into personal development. I was like, no, I am valuable. My, my mental health and time for me needs to be a priority. And so I started to shift that. And then through taking small steps and just starting there, and then it, you know, trickled into the rest of my life. And I started making other changes. I rediscovered, the, the positive person that I, I used to be, right? And it felt so good and it felt so fulfilling. And even though it was great, like it was still really hard. Like I had created pathways of thinking and being and believing that were really difficult to undo and rewire. But slowly but steadily, <laughs> I was able to do that. And that is really when I took a giant step forward toward living a life that made me excited because when you rewire your brain from negative thinking and woe is me and this like scarcity mindset into positivity and growth and abundance you start to see possibilities where you didn't see possibilities before so you know I was like oh this period of feeling lost and kind of experimenting and trying to figure out what's what (laughs) is actually really working for me because I can figure out what's aligned and what I want to do next right so through aligning myself with, you know, Keisha and her community and meeting all these women online who are like-minded and were like, yeah, I'm trying to figure stuff out too. Like I'm trying to find out what makes me fulfilled. I was like, oh my gosh, I can dream. I can have other goals that are outside of my job. I can do and be things that I never ever imagined and honestly couldn't Imagine in that old toxic headspace that I was in that held me back. And so with a new mindset with putting myself first and really working on who I wanted to be and where I wanted to go, I was on a Zoom call. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. I'll link the episode below in the show notes. But I was on a Zoom call um with Keisha's community, um, Shigo's community, and um actually I think it was the collective at the time. And, you know, I was just sharing some stuff, some personal growth wins. And Keisha was like, hey, like, what do you want? Like, I know that you say this thing in your life isn't aligned, but like, do you know what you want to replace it with eventually? And I was like... Yeah, I do. And all of this, like, I got sweaty. I was wearing blue blocker glasses and this, like, flannel shirt. And I was like, remember, I think I, like, you know, took off the flannel shirt and, like, my blue blockers are fogging up. And I was just, like, sweating and crazy and breathless with excitement because I was like, oh yes, I know exactly what I what I, what I I want to do. I'm like stumbling over my words right now. I was like, yeah, I know exactly what I want to do. I want to write books. I want to teach women how to write books. I want to launch a publishing house and have a magazine and have all this like philanthropic give back to women and education and like all this stuff like da-da-da-da-da. It just came like flying out of me. And even right now as I say these words, like I'm getting all sweaty and excited remembering that moment because that was the moment I called my shot. November 20th. 2020, I called my shot and I was like, yes, (laughs) this is the direction that I want to go. This feels good. This feels aligned. And I want this more than anything. And I remember right afterwards, I called my husband, Roger, because he was down in Kansas City picking up new laptops for us because our old ones from grad school had crapped out on us. And um, so he was picking up new ones for us because we literally couldn't do our jobs without um, laptops. So he was getting the new ones and I called him and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) like I just said a thing. And oh my God, I don't know how to do this, if I can do this, when I can do this, but I just know in my bones that this is the direction I want to go and because Roger is the most ruthlessly supportive person on the entire planet like he's seriously my biggest cheerleader he was like hell yeah babe like you do it you go for it you know he's like I don't know how you're gonna do it either um you know especially like a publishing house you know because it requires money to publish books and you know all this stuff and he's like I don't know how you're gonna do it either he's like but you're gonna figure it out and in that moment, I just knew, I knew that I would be able to figure it out somehow, right? At the time, I thought it was like a 10 to 12 to 15 year dream, but I was like, that's okay. Like, I'm just going to head in that direction. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I got hung up on the how for a very long time. So like the day after that Zoom call and Roger's like, yeah, you're going to figure it out. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to figure it out. I was like, and face plant. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Like The logistics of actually how to launch a publishing house really, really tripped me up. But I was like, you know what? No, like it's fine. That is a future me problem. Just focus on doing some other stuff right now. Like doubling down on writing my romance novel and, you know, starting a women's empowerment podcast, this podcast, and then writing my very first book, Guide to Journaling, which the idea for that came because of this podcast, because of the community um, that I have on Instagram. And so then I published that book and then tons of women in my DMs on Instagram are like, God, teach me how to do that too. Teach me how to write a book. So I did. And I feel like at this point I am like all over the place because even before all of that, um, a woman that I had met through Keisha's community, we had followed each other on Instagram and we connected in the DM. She was like, Hey, by the way, I have a friend who has a publishing company. Like, do you want me to hook you guys up? And I was like, uh, yeah, absolutely. I do like, thank you so much. So I started to learn from this woman by helping her with some of her editorial stuff and writing coaching at her publishing house, and she has just taught me so, so much about the business back end of it and really how to get a publishing house up and off the ground. And by working with her, suddenly the how, the elusive, evasive how to start a publishing house finally started to become clear to me way before I thought it was going to be possible right? Again, I thought that starting the publishing house was going to be like a 10 to 12 to 15 year dream. And I was like, oh my gosh, it hasn't even been a full two years since I called my shot on this dream that the how was starting to come to me like, holy crap. (laughs) And ever since then, I've just kept taking more and more action, following my gut, my heart, my intuition. And before I knew it, I was on a Zoom call with a couple of women who I now get to call my friends because we met through Keisha's Empower Her podcast. And, you know, I'm on this Zoom call with these women, these friends of mine, and I'm pitching this collaborative book. And, you know, before I know it, we're then, um, you know, planning out this nonfiction book about life's transitions. And I was like, okay, yes, like, let's freaking go. This is happening so fast, so much faster than I thought it would. But this is the book that's gonna launch my publishing house. But then <laughs> my friend Diana came to me and she was like, hey, I have a book and I think it aligns with the mission you have for your publishing house. Like, are you interested? And I was like, okay, this is kind of a half and half hybrid project. Um, You know, it's kind of half self-published. It's sort of half traditional published. And I was like, yes, I actually really, really want to publish this book. I think this is an awesome book. Um, I want to publish it. And I soon quickly found (laughs) that um, it was a lot. It was way too much to do by myself to be the publisher and the production specialist and the the editor and the marketer and the promoter and the acquisitions. Like it was all way too much to do by myself. Running a publishing house is not a one woman show. So one of my friends, um, Christina, who is now my business partner, um, she approached me and she was like, "Hey." I really, really love your mission. I love what you're doing. I love you. You're my friend. I want to not just help you make this dream a reality. I want to partner with you. And I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) And so, long story short, on September 1st, 2022, we published Diana's book, Stop Talking About the Weather. And that (laughs) is how I got here. That is the winding crazy path that brought me to being the founder and CEO of, of power within her publishing. And I just think it's so much fun. And I think it's also really important as ambitious women to think about where we started, how we've grown, and all of the ups and downs and all arounds that got us to being where we are now. Because truly it is the path that made us. And in our social media society, it is so easy to forget that every single woman we see on Instagram taking pictures on her yacht or speaking on stages or holding a brand new baby or running a successful business or nonprofit or whatever had to start somewhere. She had to start somewhere. And oftentimes, the only thing we see on social media is the fancy picture after she's quote unquote made it or after she's quote unquote arrived, right? That's why it's so crucial to never forever forget that she too started at square one. Sure, everybody's square one looks completely different, but it's still square one, right? And at this point, you might be asking yourself like, Megan, what the hell is the point? (laughs) The point is this, start just start, start messy, start scared, start unready, just freaking start because you're never going to get there wherever that there is that you want to go. You're never going to get there if you don't. There is literally no other way to get where we want to go without starting, <laughs> right? And even if you don't believe that it's possible right now, like, oh my gosh, I just, uh, I want you to borrow belief from me. You're going to look back one day, like I am right now, grateful beyond belief for not only the fact that you started, but also so unbelievably grateful for the path that got you there because it taught you so much in pursuit. You literally became the person you needed to become in order to achieve the goal. Starting is what will get you there. Living out, rather than just dreaming about your larger-than-life goals. And I can promise you, if I didn't start messy and uncomfy, and you know, all the things, (laughs) and go throughout that process to figure out what would fulfill me while working on myself and my mindset along the way, I can promise you power within her publishing would not exist. And how freaking wild is that, right? So to officially close this thing out, I just want to share a quote with you from the movie We Bought a Zoo that goes like this. You know, sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage. Just literally 20 seconds of just embarrassing bravery. And I promise you something great will come of it. I love this quote so much because it reminds us that you deserve to live a life that makes you dancing in the grocery store aisles kind of happy. Be bold, be brave, and just start. Even if you have no idea (laughs) what the hell you're doing, right? You just need 20 seconds of courage to take a step, Because that's what's going to lead to another step, and then another, and another, and another. And pretty soon, you're well on your way, and I promise you're not going to regret it. I love you. I'm rooting for you. Never ever forget that we are in this together. If this episode hit home with you, I would love it if you could either send the episode to your best friend right now to fire her up on a Tuesday <laughs> or slide into my DMs on Instagram at Dr. Maggie Marie and just let me know your thoughts. I love to connect with you. I love to hear from you and what you're working on and when you're what you're up to. <laughs> so cheers to you. Cheers to starting and cheers to living a life that you freaking love. Have a fantastic day rest of your day and we will chat again soon